0: Hey, it's Sebastian from the Metal Gods Meltdown, and today I'm joined by... Hi,
1: this is Pete Trabobos from Meridian, uh, bass player uh, extraordinaire.
0: It's great to be chatting to you tonight. Can you tell us about the upcoming tour and what can we expect?
1: We had a string quartet and a French horn player, Cham, and uh, we also had a flautist. And it was um, a spectacular evening, and uh, we thought what we would try and do is recreate that evening in a slightly different way each night and, um, and take, it, take it out to other cities where people didn't get the chance to, to see it first time around. So, um, so we're going to be playing a, a variety of songs, some of which you would probably expect to hear strings on because we do orchestrate our music quite widely uh, and other songs you would probably think they can't possibly put orchestral instruments to that so um, it's it's been a lot of fun in the, in the um, arranging of it and um, yeah it's going to be really good it's going to be a very, very nice evening for everybody we're going to be doing theatres as opposed to sweaty little clubs so that's quite nice as well you know slightly slightly more highbrow evening and um, for a rock band like ourselves.
0: You have two consecutive nights at the Royal Albert Hall at the end of the tour. And having to, having sold it out in the past, how big a highlight is, is that fact in your long and glorious career? Yeah,
1: it's lovely. It's it's a, it's a very, very nice thing to know that we've, um, at, the, at the grand old age that we are, um, we finally, it, you know, got around to playing the Royal Albert Hall. It's a... It's a bench. It's a kind of benchmark, and it's somewhere that everybody aspires to want to play. You know, it's it's a, It's got it's got such legendary status, and it's um, such a fantastic building as well. You know, architecturally and sound wise and everything. So, and it's a it's a big occasion. The wives get to dress up in their posh frocks, so that's that's all good for all of us, really.
0: Brilliant. (laughs) With Friends from the Orchestra was released not so long ago. How pleased are you with the finished product and responses from media and fans?
1: Oh, yeah, ridiculously pleased, actually. You never know, you know, and particularly for um, Mike Hunter, our sort of resident producer and arranger, he's he's arranged all the strings and he orchestrated the whole thing around um, our music. Um, But, I mean, we've worked very closely with Mike for many years now, and he really understands the music just as well as we do. And um, it was recorded down in Real World a few months ago, and it was a nice break for us to go and do that. And the end result's been fantastic. And, you know, we have amazing fans, you know, both in the UK and around the world. So we've um, we've got a huge body of support behind us before we even, you know, start out on something like this. So that's, that's very, it's always very encouraging. And it's, they, they, they give, they have such faith in what we do. And, you know, in the last few years, we've had a couple of successful albums and with the the media, you know, seeing one or two of the things that we've done, um, especially with the Royal, once, you know, once you've done a Royal Albert Hall, it, it makes everybody prick up their ears and go, Oh, oh, I see. No, they're not sort of dead and buried, and they're not—they've they've not gone away. And you know, they're doing—they're doing something really, really good. And and you know, so um, it allows it allows the media to talk about it in a bit more of a positive way, which is which is nice.
0: Absolutely. I mean, really Mer- have changed so much over the last thirty years since Steve.
1: <laughs> yeah, we have. We've matured. I think. Yeah. So, I think we've changed for the better. Uh, We've certainly, you never stop learning in this, you know, when you, when you, when uh, in the music industry and you never stop learning as a musician either. And I think we've, we've got to a stage where we've sort of crafted what we do. Um, uh, We're very comfortable working together, uh, which is nice. We feel like we can, you know, stretch boundaries when we want to and we also don't feel like we're not allowed to, you know, play to our strengths. So, so we could, we've kind of got the best of both worlds.
0: You guys are like classic painters, though. Their visions come from within, they're never copied. Is that a fair summation of Marillion's work?
1: Yes. Yes, I think so. Yeah. You know, we're interested in moving forward all the time, and we only work on things that excite us. We're very selfish in that respect. And, uh, you know, for many years now, we've sort of been, been doing our own thing. We haven't been having to bow down or kowtow to any any record labels or, or sort of media pressure. We just, we, we, we left that behind years ago um, and allowed us to be, you know, truly free musicians, you know, and f- freely creative people, which is um, something that, is uh, it's like the holy grail, really, for musicians to be able to be successful doing exactly what you want to do without being told to change something or being second-guessed or being told, oh, you should be following this trend. That's going to be the new thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So, it's um, yeah, we're very very lucky. It's a very fortunate position to be in. And to still be doing it after all these years, I mean, well, you know, I still pinch myself every now and again and think, is this really happening? I spent the first, at least the first ten years in Marillion wondering when it was all going to end. You know when the bubble was going to burst, uh-huh. or when the record companies are going to sort of suddenly pull the rug out from under our feet, and whatever. But we've managed to, we've weathered many storms, and we've we've um, you know, we've had a lot of um, success through our creativity, really, which is nice. Finally, getting some acceptance for that from more mainstream uh, people, so that's
0: nice too. And rightly so. And I mean. You are a fan-based band. You have Meridian Weekends. How gratif- gratifying is it to see your music not just being adored by the older generation, but also by the younger generations? Mm.
1: Yeah, I know. It's, 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 a, it's a very nice thing. You know, we care. We care desperately about what we do. And, um, you know, we always try to keep the identity of what we are and our integrity intact. You know, and in this business, that can be that can that can be a tough call sometimes because it's so easy to get you know get uh, go chase after the, the the dollar or chase after whatever you know your your success or something. I think I think deep down, none of us were really that bothered about success. It's great to have success, and maybe it's very easy for me to say that, being relatively successful. You know, so um. But really, honestly, I've 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 always just been, you know, I love music. I adore music so much that I wouldn't want to do anything to kind of cheapen what I what I I I feel is being creative.
0: I find it really hard to believe you guys have actually been around forty years. I remember seeing Rillian back in the eighties on the Misplaced Childhood tour. Now, all these years later, do you think and feel your fans are happy with the songs you play live rather than going back to those early, early days before Steve joined the band?
1: That's a funny one. And, um, well, the thing is, there's a bit of a myth, really. There's a bit of a myth about what we do because people say, oh, uh, yeah, Marillion, you know, they never play any of the old songs. That's completely untrue. I was looking at a set list which had Believers in it and it had uh, Living in Fear in it, and it also had Slange in it and Market Square Heroes and Garden Party in it. So, you know, when when we feel it's right, and um, and I, I guess more so at conventions, but also on tour as well, we'll just, we, we change our sets most nights because we have a lot of people that will follow you know, they'll follow the band around on a tour, so they don't want to see the same show at night after night. Um, so we quite often change the set, and when you know, we'll get to a situation where we think, oh, it's only one song and it's only for one night. You know, we'll just we'll, we'll, you know, we'll play we'll play one of the old ones. We quite often play Sugar Mice actually. That's a that that goes down really well. There are certain songs that Steve wouldn't feel comfortable singing, and and you know, you have to respect that, and. Uh, I think the other thing you have to weigh up is that we did four albums with Fish, and maybe there was a you know there was a there was a moment in time when we were you know on top of the pops and we were captured in a kind of like it's almost like a Polaroid of of you know that people fondly remember the band being um, that band on top of the pops at Bang Cayley. That was a long time ago, and we've written so much music since that it's not really relevant to play too many of those songs live, so we don't, you know. Plenty of bands that do play those songs live and do a pretty good job of it, so never, we never wanted to fall into the trap of being one of those, a sort of, what I would call a heritage band, and that's a horrible name to put on any band, really, because at the end of the day, people are just doing what they do for various reasons, and... I don't, you know, I, I, I went to see China Crisis a couple of years ago, and they were great. And it was great to listen to the old songs. So I understand where people are coming from. There are times when you think, oh, I wish they hadn't got back together, do you know what I mean? And, um, and I think, yeah, I, I, we don't feel the need to play that many of the songs, and we don't feel the need to play them all the time. And thank you for uh, chatting to us and supporting us and... You know, I'm glad you've enjoyed the music over the years. You know, that's a great thing for us, that people come up to us and tell us, you know, their favourite songs or the music that, you know, what, what, what how it's inspired them or, you know, what, however it's touched them. That's, that's, that's a nice that's a nice feeling, to think that you've actually, you've done something that has affected people in a positive way. Peter Travis here from Meridian. You're listening to Metal Gods
2: Meltdown. Salt water runs through your veins and your bones, telling you no, not this way, not this way, not this way. But you might as well talk to the stones and the trees